Hip hop act Rebel Diaz grew up in Chicago and then came up in the South Bronx. They are the sons of political refugees from Chile who fled a dictatorship in the 1970s. Raised on revolution and the culture of hip hop, they share stories of the people, el barrio, the hood, the poor, los immigrantes. Their bilingual sound has been shaped by pieces of South American folk, house, and Latin percussion combined with boom bat breaks and 808s. I got a chance to speak with Rod Stars and G1 of Rebel Diaz about their new album, America versus America Kaka. This is that conversation. Hey everybody, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guests are Rodrigo Stars and G1, collectively known as Rebel Diaz. Gentlemen, how are we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Saludos. We're on the precipice of the release of your album, America vs. America, with three Ks. We'll get into that in a second. But first, some background. I hope I'm not underselling y'all by calling your music political in nature. I hope I'm not pigeonholing you by talking about the social injustices that y'all incorporate in your music, because at the end of the day, it's, it is music. Is it difficult? Has it been difficult to find the balance between what's entertaining, what's going to make people's head nods, and what's enlightening while not being preachy? I think for us, it's always been something that you know, that we've we've kind of just been ourselves, you know what I mean? Like, we're the, we're the children of, of a rebellion, you know what I'm saying? Folks that don't know our history, you know, the first 9-11 in Chile, parents political prisoners. Uh, we grew up under the table of political meetings. So for us, I think that the music that we do, I don't think we, like, link up and be like, yo, we're going to address this issue today, you know? So I think it comes a little natural, and I think that in many ways what's worked well for us is that we have been able to do political music that is entertaining. I'm a hip-hop fan before anything, you know what I'm saying? So I think that we, amongst ourselves, we, we always keep it funky and try to make sure that it that it's a jam. On the hip-hop tip, is it dope? Yeah, yeah, At the bars there, is the beat knocking, you know? Um, and then from there, it's just, like Rod said, it's our lives. Uh, it's, a, it's a part of the legacy that, that we're a part of. And I think, you know, it's also about keeping your pulse with the people. And if we're talking about doing people's music and we're talking about speaking to the people's struggle, we can't do that if we disconnected from what that sound, that rhythm, and that wave is on. This leaning that y'all are on was something that you acquired from your household, your mother, your father. Talk about who your father is, some of the political plight that he experienced that sort of bled into the type of rebellion you guys are a part of. Both of our parents, they were members of El Movimiento de Izquierda Revolucionaria, which is the revolutionary leftist movement. And so in Chile, we had the first socialist president democratically elected into power, which was Salvador Allende. And so that was the continuation of a wave of, you know what I'm saying, uprisings and, you know, revolutionary processes that were going on in Latin America that were also at the same time, heavily repressed by CIA-funded dictatorships that happened in Chile and Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay. Um, so, you know, we come from that, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, our parents have made the struggle part of their lifelong journey. And so my dad is still active in human rights stuff, super involved in uh, some of the, you know, John Burge torture, you know what I mean, uh, investigations that went on. And so just seeing how they 
their struggle has never ended. They've never mm. given up the struggle. My mother, on you know, working with immigrant rights, constantly, you know, keeping us up to date on current affairs. You know, most parents call their kids like, "Yo, how you doing?" My mom's like, "Did you see the bombings in Palestine?" And did you the see drop these? of the stock market? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, if my analysis ain't sharp. My mom is calling me and and making sure that I know what's going on. And so we definitely, um, you know, we stand on their shoulders and not just them, but so many of the community that we grew up. We grew up in in an era when Harold Washington was mayor in Chicago, when, you know, saying Rudy Lozano was around and, you know, where there was, you know, conversations about unity and about class struggle and about people power. And so we were a continuation of not just a struggle in Chile, but a struggle that we were immersed in in Chicago. You are listening to Vocalo. I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guests, Rodrigo Stars and G1, collectively known as Rebel Diaz. The new album is America versus America, spelled with three Ks. So let's talk about the dichotomy that exists in the title alone, that America versus the America that you're playing off of it, which includes the triple K. By the way, it's a long-standing spelling in hip-hop, America word, with word. three Ks. With the three Ks, and then on our end, with, when we say America, too, with the accent over the E, it really also speaks to the idea of the entire continent, you know what I'm saying, from from the top down to the Patagonia. And when we say that, you know, we, we, we reference the history of uh, Jose Marti or Simon Bolivar that talked about uh, United America, you know what I'm saying, and as people displaced from the global south as the sons of political refugees are are existence here in the U.S. is still linked to that greater idea of an America, you know what I'm saying? And at the same time, what does that even mean to the indigenous uh, people of these lands, you know what I'm saying? They refer to, to the north as, a, as Turtle Island and to the south as uh, Abya Yala. That's a new, a new term that we had learned even in the process of just making this whole record. But with the America versus America Kaka is also speaking to the existence that we've lived here, you know what I'm saying, growing up in the shy, coming up in the South Bronx, and also still being connected to those global struggles at the end of the day, whether it's through, uh, you know, immigration, whether it's through um, the struggles of our indigenous family and peoples down in the global south, how we stay connected to that through culture. Now let's jump into America Kaka what does that signify, in your opinion, Rodrigo? The cuss for the Ku Klux Klan. You know, we have a president that's down with them and a Supreme Court that's down with them. And, uh, you know, uh, you believe the president and the Supreme Court is down with the Ku Klux Klan? I'm going to tell you like this. When uh, those white supremacists killed that young girl, Heather, Charlottesville. you know, in Charlottesville, he had a pre-written speech that he edited himself. He freestyled it, how we say in hip hop. And made sure to say there's some pretty fine people on both sides. Before he was elected, he was pressed to denounce the KKK and he tried to front like he didn't know who they were. So to me, that's clear. You know what I mean? If you, you're the president of, of, of the empire and you clearly don't denounce it, then you, you know, you're complicit. I'll call it for what it is. There's white supremacists in the White House. And I think that when we talk about America, it's that simple. You know what I mean? This is a country that's based on genocide, slavery, and, uh, you know, that's how we spell it. Mirando el mar de lejos, solo veo tu reflejo viejo, los ladrillos. 
Let's move into some of the tracks. You open with Ivac Ayer. And for our non-Spanish-speaking audience, I'll ask you to translate in a second. But this features Ana Tiju, who is a friend of the group. But this is one of the first times y'all have collaborated on a Rebel Diaz track. So talk about the collaboration, how it finally came to fruition on this album, but also the song itself and, and what it stands for. With Ana, we have a crazy shared history. We grew up with the story, our father telling us of his time in the concentration camps in Chile. And, you know, when you're a kid, you want to tell your kids heroic stories. And one of the heroic stories he would tell us is about this dude that escaped. Years later, we come to build with Ana, you know what I'm saying, and, and realize that that person that story was about is her family, you know what I mean? And so for us, you know what I'm saying, to be able to reconnect years later when our parents had connected in the 70s and in a moment of, you know, immense struggle, in a moment of a lot of violence that was funded and supported by the U.S., um, and we find ourselves connected uh, not only in Chile, but also here in the United States through her music and the work that we were doing as well uh, in the last 10 years. And so that's led to a bunch of things. We, we've done tours with her, you know what I mean? We've been her backup dancers, we've been her, uh, her ad-libbers, we've been her, we've been her DJs, we're hype men, you know what I mean? Like, we've been, we've built a lot, you know what I mean? And so now we uh, got the chance in the last year or two to, to do this record. And um, we were in Chile um, and vibing on some, on some joints, on some songs, um, and it came together. And I think that the hook, the idea of the hook even is, is a, a callback also to that struggle of the 70s. It was, it was a chant that was real popular at the protests where the people were calling for the, the, the fall of dictatorships that were, you know, these, that were sponsored by the U.S. And, and it was, you know, Iba Caer. They were singing this, this, this kind of chorus. And what is the message? What's going to fall? What is what you believe will fall in this song? Imperialism. It's only a matter of time before... This all comes crashing down. It's not just imperialism. Whatever walls they decide to build on borders going to come down. White supremacy going to come down. We believe in the victory of the people. And so for us, a lot of that energy is that. It's all coming down. Let's move into Campesino. This is a song that you enlisted the help of Mexico's Boca Floja for. There's also a video for this. What is a Campesino for those who are unfamiliar with the term? The Campesino is the farm worker, the peasant, you know, those that sacrifice every single day for super low wages and slavery type conditions so that folks can eat, you know, strawberries and tomatoes and produce. We've, uh, we've done a lot of work with a lot of farm workers, specifically the Coalition for Immokalee Workers, but not just them, just in general doing the work, you know, in Latin America, connecting with the campesino struggles over there. Um, we thought it was important to be able to do like a, like a, you know, a song for them that also talks about the struggles. You know, we talk, a lot of it has to do, you know, with, with immigration, the folks that are coming into work. When you talk about, you know, the jobs that are taking, the jobs that nobody wants to take, and a lot of those is work in the fields work in the fields under harsh conditions and low pay. And so that song is dedicated to them. And But we also, it's kind of the, you know, even visually, when we talk about the visuals that we have for it, it's it's the day of not only the campesino, but like, you know, we have like the, 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 the white corporate, you know, CEO type, you know, lady who 
at the end of the day, she's the one signing off on these workers working these horrible conditions. But then, you know, we show her life. She looked miserable, you know. And then we have the young uh, delivery homie in the Bronx that's also an immigrant, that he's delivering that food that the people picked, the campesinos picked. But definitely for us, it was important, um, you know, to, to bring light to the workers, you know, that, that are putting in that work on the fields. <laughs> The two of you are bilingual, obviously. You've made songs in Spanish in the past. What was the thought behind making an entire project in Spanish? Man, we wanted to uh, to connect a little more with our family in the South. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times when we speak in our, our existence as it is over here, which is in Spanglish, you know what I mean? It, a lot of it maybe get lost for the folks that, that don't, you know, rock with the English or some of the slang or whatever. And also even as a challenge to ourselves, you know what I mean? Like how many MCs are there that could spit bars in both English and Spanish, you know what I'm saying? Um, and also be able to speak more directly to those struggles of our people. Something that you've said in the past, Rod, when it comes to social injustice, social justice, the struggle, fight against oppression, is Rebel Diaz is about proposing rather than just opposing. What yeah, do you think? What, you can't just oppose, you got to propose. Uh, what do you think this album is proposing? I think this album is, is proposing loving your community more than you hate your enemy. And I feel like if, if that's what the foundation of your struggle is, you know, then you're going to talk about family. You're going to talk about community. Um, and once you look at your community, you got to figure out, right, where's, what does your country look like? What are your people? What is your continent? And I think for us, it's, it's that. It's being able to address the fact that U.S. foreign policy, you know, has invaded Latin America. There's bloods on the hands. And so we try to share that story. We got a couple personal real personal stories, you know, in, in the music that we talk about growing up in exile, what that was like. You know, we're also in a space we both have children, we have babies. And so, you know, I think that it's real reflective of where we are in life. And at the same time, of we always say when there's historic moments of oppression, you got to respond with historic moments of resistance. And in this case, our resistance is, you know, being MCs and, and using our voices. And, uh, and so our resistance is cultural. Those are like the, the, the tools of war that we have are like, you know, the DJ, the MC, the B-boy, you know, the graffiti. And so that's what we that's really what we're trying to share with this music. In conclusion, let me ask you this. Who is your music for? Socially aware, the conscious, the hip hop fan? I would like to hope that my music is for everyone. But, you know, I know that, it's, that my music speaks to certain crowds a little bit more than others. You know what I'm saying? But. We definitely wanted to make music that's accessible. There's a lot of, you know, Latin American rhythms that we explore in this album. You know, there's cumbia sound and stuff, stuff with, you know, uh, we work with some garifunas. Uh, you know, so we, we definitely want it to be accessible. Uh, but, you know, if, you, if you're feeling it, then I think that, you know, we're we doing our job. Robert Diaz, an absolute pleasure. Thank you for making time. Appreciate you, bro. Campesino se defiende, esa tierra no se vende, no se rinde, se trabaja, se organiza en un frente popular de la calle, apoyando el que trae comida a nuestros hogares, ahora bajo rayos solares, condiciones poco humanas, la maniobra es barata, un variable matemática.